All right, this is another episode of the Cappuccino Brothers. We we back again, and um, the last episode has done pretty well. It, was, it did a bit better than the um, other two. So uh, yeah, we're just gonna keep rocking with it. And uh, this is episode four now. And this time we got our homie uh, DJ Bazan in the building. What's up, man? What's up, the official Cappuccino right, Brothers official, re- yeah, reunion right, out here? Right, it's the Cappuccino <laughs> Brothers reunion. It's the first time we all been together. Uh, in here, this is the the full Cappuccino Brothers and shit. You know what I'm saying? Before it's just y'all just know me and Jank, but now right. you know Biz is the other the other member and shit. Like now everything's gonna explode. Yeah, yeah. right, right. <laughs> uh, like usual, it's me, uh, DJ Contact, and the homeboy Jank One. And um, yeah, it's another episode of the Cappuccino Brothers. Uh, what you been listening to lately? It's been a, a busy past couple weeks. A lot of shit then came out again. And um, what you been listening to? I've been listening to Stally's new album a lot. I heard, I heard about it that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. It's a um, Jan Sport J produced that shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's pretty toit. Um, okay. I forgot the title of it, but I can. Yeah, I forgot the name of it too, but I heard of it. Um, a reflection of self, the head trip. That's what it's called. Okay. Um, mostly because the that. first track on it is just remember that song "Glow" by Khalees. Mm-hmm. It's just that song slowed down. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 The rest of it is pretty good too, but. That song like got me hooked as soon as I heard it because that's my favorite Khalees song and he kind of killed it. So yeah, Jansport J is dope too. He produced. The, I know he produced. I think the whole fucking thing. Yeah, and uh, that reminds me of the shit that you mentioned last week, the El Camino and uh, OJ. I listened to that. Yeah, yeah that, that's Detroit. dope. It's yeah. called uh, "Where Where's My Pyrex" and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Uh, I was looking for the letters OJ and I couldn't find it. Oh right, it's yeah. like O. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like O H J A Y. So. Did you listen to that Danny Brown yet? Yeah, I did. What you think? I I liked it, but it wasn't. It didn't stick with me. Right. Like it was that first listen. I was like, oh, it's tight. Mm-hmm. Right, okay, right, Q-tip right. Because I could produce it. That's tight. Right, <laughs> right, right. I read the whole history and like yeah. the Apple Music, like yeah. the whole yeah, the breakdown of each song, like what he, you know, how he made it. I was like, oh, it's tight. That's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. But then it's like I never listened to it again. So. That's right. what I'm saying. It just kind of came and went for me. Yeah. Because uh, he ain't. He wasn't weird. Super weird on this. He right, was right. Re- he was regular, and I was like, okay. This I need right. to hear him screaming and stuff to, to yeah. really appreciate. Yeah, right. His music. It wasn't like full hybrid. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like yeah, the hybrid. Yeah. Shit. That's like yeah. my favorite shit by him. You know what I'm saying? The hybrid is my favorite album of his. I I really liked everything he did, really. Mm-hmm. But and I really like this one. It's just mm, yeah. He's trying it to show the, how lyrical he is. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to calm it down. So uh-huh. Right. What I'm saying, but it's like. Not as live as it ain't as interesting, Mm -hmm. right? If he does his live, he's not going to be jumping up and down, right? And he, you know, he doesn't have the perm anymore, he got his teeth fixed, so (laughs) yeah, right? He's just a regular ass nigga now. (laughs) (laughs) He got basic for no reason, and now like his career is probably right, right? He looks super normal and shit now. I got to check out that Gangstar album. Um, I'm kind of hesitant to listen to it though, I don't know Mm. because I I like it, yeah, you like it, yeah, I like it. They, the features fit every all the features fit fine. I thought it was just gonna be a bunch of random motherfuckers they threw on there, but <laughs> the way they they put group home on there that was pretty dope. Oh okay, yeah, group home on there. They got a MOP on there on like one of the right. first songs. That that song is fire. Yeah. Um, who else they got on there? The Neo song I was kind of tripping on when I first saw <laughs> it on the track list, but it it worked though. This shit yeah. worked out pretty decent. So kind of like the Jodeci thing. Yeah, kind of. Like, yeah. Okay. It kind of worked out like that and shit. So. I liked it, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't expecting a whole lot. You know, I was kind of skeptical because, uh, you know, yeah, 
It didn't seem like Guru and them had like tons of leftover stuff. You know what I'm saying? So and it's like 15 years later. Uh huh. You know what I mean? So I was like, all right. So many questions. Like, why did it take so long? Right. I felt like probably had to get that bullshit from Solar. True. Or something like that. It was probably some wrapped up in some legal shit. I didn't really care for the beats that much. Mm. I I felt like it was a lot of throwaways. Really? That's how I felt about it. Okay. Because. I mean, if you listen to like that and like stuff he's given to other, like lesser mm-hmm. known people, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, why would Prem you know? always give the dopest beats to some of the <laughs> wackest people? <laughs> always, you know what I'm saying? He'll give something like it's all real to pitch black, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like he'll give some of the weakest motherfuckers like some of the dopest beats he ever made and shit. He's made so many people just had that one or two hits, right? Yeah, that you like that you remember, but that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's right. the only song that they ever have that that'll make any impact and right. shit. Right. Yeah, because that single with J. Cole was cool. Okay. I wasn't like loving it or hating it. It was like, this is cool. Uh-huh. All right. This is what I would expect, but we'll see. I, yeah. I, I got to listen to it. Because I didn't week. expect to see, uh, I didn't expect to even hear J. Cole ever on a, on a gangster. No. It don't fit. Yeah. With, with Gangstar and them. They did another militia on there too, which was, was dope. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they did another, another militia. But I like the MOP song. We need to give MOP their flowers. Man, I fuck with MOP. Yeah. <laughs> MOP, like, <laughs> one of my favorite groups and shit, but they don't really get the, the props that they deserve. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because they, they ain't putting nothing out in a long ass time either. Right. They ain't had I mean, a solo album in a long time. You a would group think with all this, like, Griselda shit and yeah. all that, like, MOP would just, like, naturally mm. come back. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they haven't been on the Griselda song. And shit. Yeah, that's I'm too. surprised they haven't been on the. I mean, if you shit. get Cool G Rap to do shit with them, like why right. can't you get MOP? Yeah, they out here. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. still living in the, the real Brooklyn and shit. <laughs> right, still in the real ass Brooklyn. I mean, maybe they like maybe a, they tour Europe or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm sure yeah, they do, true. like all the other old school hip hop art, artists. But yeah, they just kind of get lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think for most people, you know Annie up, but like, yeah. unless you was really in it, you yeah, don't know other stuff. Really, you know what I mean? Most people don't know uh, Fire and Squad and uh, right, right, to the death and shit like that. Those yeah. are both classics to me, and shit. I love both those albums. But yeah. people ain't really up on MOP. They didn't really get up on MOP to Annie up, like you said. I so. mean, it is a lot of yelling. You got to be in a certain mood to listen to MOP. You got to be ready. Yeah, to that's true. It got to be cold as fuck. Yeah. Right. It got to be. That's you got to be pissed t- off. Right. This time of year, that's that's the perfect time yeah, this, for that this shit. It's MOP though. weather right now. <laughs> I done turned off all the of Anderson Park and shit. Like it's all <laughs> ain't no summertime. Right. Rise, ain't none of that. You know, right. Yeah. It ain't no driving with the windows down right now. <laughs> right. The heat is on and you cold and mad <laughs> as fuck. So I need something to reflect that. <laughs> <laughs> I need something to reflect that anger and shit right, right. now. Uh, what else is out there? Hitler wears Hermes Seven. We was talking about that last night. Yeah, Me and my guy Shaq was talking about that last night. I fuck with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, more, more on the uh, not as many loops this time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, really? It's not as many. You know what I'm saying? But okay. uh, there's a couple in there. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a couple. It's like I don't even know how they keep beat because there's like no. Yeah, no yeah. reference to the like, yeah. like violins or some shit. Yeah, like, yeah. And like you hear them once in a while, you're like, that is not on. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's like they don't care. They just, yeah. The, yeah, the one joint uh, that's like that is uh, I think it's Banana Boat or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They just kind of like rap over a it. Banana Yacht. It's yeah. called Banana Yacht. Or something. <laughs> it's really random. And and you could tell dude was like struggling to kind of catch like <laughs> yeah. he was like hold on. Yeah, try to catch the beat. Turn my shit top, turn my shit top. Because you know, Westside just be rapping. You know he what I'm saying? Like you know, yeah, yeah, he yeah. don't care. He just he just he used Worst to that comes shit. Worse comes worse, he's like dum, 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 dum. Yeah. <laughs> he used to that shit. So he just be rapping like that. But they got some they got currency on there. Makes currency snap. Yeah. yeah, currency snapped on it, yep. 
They got Boldie James on there, which I was, I'm looking forward. Okay. I'm looking forward to his album that's coming out soon and shit. He's doing another uh, another joint with um, Alchemist. Okay. Yeah, he got some more shit coming out with Alchemist, and I, I fuck with that. I'm waiting for that to come back out. This makes me miss the radio show just <laughs> like one percent. Right. And then, then I'm cool. <laughs> right. Well, this is you know this is different from MSC. We didn't uh, get into that, but right. Jank and Biz had a, a radio show on WMSC for a long time called uh, "Those Hip Hop Guys" and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is what all we play. That's all yeah, the shit we play. Yeah, this is all of the music that we play on that show all the time. It's all yeah. underground shit. I was trying to explain to my daughter, my son and daughter, the other day how we broke Lizzo, mm. but nobody understood. Uh, you, really? not me, because I don't like her. You were the first one to play Lizzo, probably in the state. I was yeah. just telling him that I, I never listened to Lizzo like that. I, he I was the first one yeah. to like get the shit and play it right away. Okay, and nobody else. Yeah, we didn't hear that shit to what like three, four years later. Right, right. Because uh-huh. she was on, uh, she was uh, working with this Minneapolis label. Right, and we was were rhyme singers. Not rhyme singers, no, but just like a, uh, she's she just lived there. Okay, I know she's from Minnesota. Yeah, and, and like so yeah, because I was I was kind of saying last night this song "Truth Hurts" that just blew up. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know the story. That's I mean I knew it came out in twenty seventeen. But it got popular because it was on some Netflix show okay. this year. Okay, oh, and so okay. then that, it was on the show. Then it blew up. So then everybody, if you look at the YouTube comments on the video, which I just saw the video for like last week. Okay, there's like, oh, this song came out two years ago. Like, yeah, everybody <laughs> thought it just came out this year. But the crazy part is that song was on her 2017 album, but she got a new album this year that okay. nobody even, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So, Somebody listen to it because she getting all these awards and motherfuckers is going crazy over yeah. her, her shit. Like I mean, she that. got that She's single with Missy. Out. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So she definitely and she's selling out. Um, but yeah, it's wild. I mean, she's the voice mm. of the Me Too movement, pretty yeah, much. Something. Yeah, so it was a uh, but yeah, the show, man, like. It's just, it's crazy. We was doing that for seven years, man. Yeah. That was a long time. Yeah, <laughs> man. Because I picked it up from Aaron M when they, when Aaron M had it, and then he moved out. He got chubby and moved to Miami. They <laughs> <laughs> cut up in Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. And then they had it for a minute, and then y'all had it after that. And yeah. uh, Nelly got it now, it right? Longest, yeah. right? Huh? I think we might have did it the longest, right? I, well, after the late night hype guys. Yeah, yeah. Late, late night hype. They had it for about 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, they was doing that shit for 10 years, man. Right. And then... Uh, Jordan cut up and yeah, cut up and yeah. Matt Hatter had it for a few years and then yeah. y'all got it from yeah. there. So. so I think they had it for like two, three. Yeah. And yeah. Jordan went to eighty eight nine. Yeah. And then Cut Up still did it. He did it with Deadbeat. Did he? For a little bit. Okay. Yep. And I then, missed that time. I missed and then that I period. jumped on with Cut Up. He moved yeah. to LA. Yeah. And then me and you did it like twenty eleven. Okay. Uh, yeah, I missed that period. Yeah, then. that was a... That was a lot, that was a tough thing to do. Like every really? single week. Yeah, every it week. It doesn't seem yeah. like it, but it's like sometimes I mean, you got to think about it. we're sitting staring at each other across the table <laughs> right. for three straight hours. Yeah, right. Yeah. But it sometimes was a- you just run out of bullshit to talk about. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> but it, it was cool because, you know, to be able to, to know we're the only people playing anything like this. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, for all this time. Like, you cannot get this anywhere else on radio. Yeah. And we had the freedom. Like, when that... When all the cop stuff was going on, when I played that show, all like fuck the police. Yeah, music, yeah, you know I remember that. Like, <laughs> nobody was doing that. Nobody had the freedom to do yeah, that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and and I didn't even have to come out and be like fuck all the cops or that. It was just like right. I'm just playing the music like, that people need it. to hear. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just having that freedom was cool. But then I think you know it's just we getting older. The music, the underground generation, got to be in young people's hands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's cool. So I, it's it's cool hearing Loop do it because. Like you were you were bringing the two chain shit. 
to the show early. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, but it fit though. But it would fit though. You know? big man. Yeah. <laughs> that shit hits right here. Right. Nah, you was bringing that, but it was, yeah. you was right though. Yeah. And so yeah. now Nelly B is able to mix like the super underground with some of like the hood underground too. Yeah. yeah. And like have it all fit. So I got to give her credit for that. And it's like, I don't yeah. like a lot of it, but I understand the movement. I understand. Right. What they like about it, right. I get all that. Right. Yeah, Lupa's putting yeah. a different perspective on the shit. Yeah, you know, cause from the youth, she know a little bit about more what they tuned into. You right, know what I'm saying, and, and she, she be having special guests every week, mm-hmm. doing interviews, doing yeah. albums. I know y'all reviews. really wasn't feeling doing that all the time. <laughs> Man. Man. <laughs> we had we had like a moment when we were doing that. Yeah, it was like we hated everybody. <laughs> Stop fucking with everybody because right. we, what be whack is y'all have people in and then they don't support the show and shit. It's you know not even yo. I don't even mind that. Like you know. <laughs> really? Some people didn't know did. about the show. That's <laughs> yeah, cool. that's bullshit. That, no, I'm cool to with me, that. That's bullshit. Like, the fact is, they didn't even support themselves. Uh-huh, Why do I gotta right. force answers out of you? Yeah, about your own album, your own <laughs> music, whatever. Right. Like you know, right. if I say, "Yo, tell me about the process of making an album," and you're yeah. like, "We made it." <laughs> This is your that's platform. The whole, you know what I'm saying? That's the whole they have shit. Like too, six people with them and shit. Everybody's <laughs> silenced. Right. Like, all right. Silence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But so that was, yeah, I didn't mind. Like, people didn't, you know, because a lot of people don't listen to MSC like that, like mm-hmm. younger folks. Yeah, because it's more underground yeah. and shit. And I don't think I, MSC really has the reach like that either, because sometimes yeah. I'd be at work and I wouldn't be able to hear it and shit. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, especially younger folks, ain't listening to the radio. Mm-hmm. Like, that's true. They too. listen to Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Mm-hmm. It took me a yeah. minute to realize. Like kids listen to music on YouTube all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. why? Yeah, like, but they do. They just be. But then, how do you get new music though? Like, how do they find out like what's popping then? Because you, you just got to be in it. Yeah, you, yeah. Like, if they're in it, their friends are gonna tell them, "Go check out this artist." Okay. Go check out that like, artist. You'll go on these. There's these what, these uh, YouTube links where it'll give you the top ten like. Like mm-hmm. hot underground shit. Okay, like not the month, mm-hmm. the week. Really? So yeah. every week, yeah. like he's got some new garbage trap shit. He's playing. <laughs> like, yeah, this is the hot shit on the street right uh-huh. now. And I was like, a, don't say shit in the car. Yeah. And B, like this is not hot at all. But yeah. I understand why mm-hmm. you like it. Uh-huh. And I, I can dig it. Like it's it's cool, but. And SoundCloud yeah, got that too, where they got like the top. They update the weekly playlist of like people top still rap. Fuck with SoundCloud, though? yes, sir. Really? Yeah, okay. heavy. Like young, because this is free. I was wondering about that. Ads, mm-hmm. you know, and it's easy to just have streaming on your phone. Yeah, you know they were saying? trying to get money for it though. They do you have, still can. They were having ads for a second though. Like they still have it where you only can listen to certain songs if you got the paid app. Okay, uh, but it's still plenty of free stuff. And like newer rappers just post their stuff on SoundCloud. I wasn't sure so, about that because it don't seem like people. Fuck with SoundCloud that heavy no young more. folks. I'm yeah, SoundCloud yeah. and YouTube, even yeah. more than Spotify. I know YouTube. Yeah, I know, you know YouTube. They and fuck it's with. all theirs, and that's how you know what's hot. Like that's how a lot of people, you know, because they have the trending like top twenty or top fifty hip hop mm-hmm. tracks that's trending, and it's like fifty four Baby Trey and all these people. <laughs> I ain't y- never. Y- <laughs> Melly, all okay. these people. Okay. So that, many random people. Right. Names, right. You know, Chapo Guapo. All these, <laughs> like no lie. This this who they are. These ain't real names. Right. <laughs> They'll, you'll be like, what? And then mm. I go into a school, and then all the kids know all the lyrics. Uh-huh. And the yep. song went out for uh-huh. a week. Uh-huh. So That's all they listen to is shit. Yeah, so it's for real. They be on it, man. Oh, it's super real. But it's cool because I remember when I first started DJing out, going to like some of the hood clubs in Milwaukee, I remember when Blueprint 3 came out, on to the next one. Mm-hmm. That was hot in like the hood clubs for a little bit. Okay. And then four months later, I went to the Jackalope, and it was like, oh, here, check out this new song Jay-Z just dropped. <laughs> like, bro, this old, you know? Yeah, or yeah. like, I forget what Twister album came out, and I think that song Wetter was on it. Uh, and that was playing in was the- Was that cl- F5? 
I think. Yeah. And I was playing in like Brooklyn's. Okay. And I remember I remember the Brooklyn's days right. a little bit. But you only but unless you knew you weren't hearing that nowhere else. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you just have to be in that group yeah. to know the music. So that's how it yeah, is you with gotta the kids. Be, be tuned in to, to yeah. what they, they listen to. Cause I have no idea. I don't, you know, I don't hang around kids. I don't know nothing about <laughs> right. what they listen to. You know what I'm saying? All I listen to is like what we listen to. Right. I listen to like grown folk shit. <laughs> Not really grown folk shit, but just like throwback shit to what we was listening to. I right. listen to a lot of Griselda and Gangstar and shit like that. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Apollo Brown just dropped some new shit, uh, Sincerely Detroit. Oh, really? I was just listening to that a second ago, you know. That shit is dope. Um, if you fuck with Apollo Brown, you kind of know what you're going to get. Yep. When you listen to Apollo Brown, his style is you know, pretty straightforward. It's pretty always boom He's, bap and shit. You know what, though, I think about Apollo Brown? You know how we like listen to some rappers and we're like, man, they're just too fucking lyrical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Apollo Brown is too fucking beatical. Like, <laughs> too beatical. Seriously, <laughs> like, his shits are, like, so, like, every beat is... Like, the same beat over and over and over. I felt like... But it's dope. When I was really in Apollo Brown, I felt the same way. Yeah. I was like, a lot of this shit is kind of repetitive, you know what I'm saying? He kind of has a formula that he sticks to. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? He don't really change it up too much from that at all. And when it works, it's dope. But you know what I'm saying? That after a whole album, it starts to get, you know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, I need to hear something else after Yeah, he don't really change it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He don't really change the shit. But with that, it's uh, all Detroit rappers or all Michigan yeah. rappers and shit. It's like the whole album is all Michigan people. I think it's like 50 or 60 people on there. It's okay. A lot. Yeah. yeah, every Damn. song has like three people three on people, it at least. Yeah. That's Detroit yeah. versus everybody yeah. every day. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much the whole shit is just straight Detroit versus everybody. But it's some it's some dope songs on there though. Okay. I was just listening to it before we started and shit before y'all showed up. So Yeah. Yeah, I was fucking with that. I've been fucking with that a little bit. Um I might have to get that. What else is out? Uh 38 Special just put something out called 1994. Okay. And it's all um all new rappers over beats from 1994. Oh really? Yeah. So he like remade Warning oh. and um never seen a man cry. Okay. And just like a whole yeah, bunch of like different beats from Yeah, like a whole bunch of beats from ninety four and uh put all new rappers on it. Like it sometimes it works and sometimes some beats work, some some beats didn't because he did a lot of preem shit. Yeah. And it's hard to re- remake that shit, like if you don't really know right. the process, you know what I'm saying? Because this shit only works a certain way. Yeah. Because I think you try to redo Mass Appeal. You can't really redo Mass Appeal. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It only works the way Prem did it and shit. You can't really take that sample and try to do something else with it and shit. Yeah. Because that sample's small and that original record, that mm. record is like 11 or 14 yeah, minutes long. Yeah, it's a long, long ass record and, and shit. And he caught the sample in like 10 minutes yeah. or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. so, yeah, to try to remake that shit, to try to get them same samples and redo the same thing. Like, you can have the same recipe, but that shit might not come out the same. Right. So, you know, you can't. we can't really do that. And, um, some joints worked and some some didn't, so it's cool, but it wasn't like, yeah. It was. But the, you, but it's funny the way you talking about like Thirty Eight Special, Apollo Brown, Griselda. Unless you're in that, you yeah, you know. don't know. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like a young kid, <laughs> yeah, like, they would they, they would have no idea how to yeah. find Apollo Brown. Yeah, you know they what never saying? heard that because they don't never. Hear it yeah. So it's just cool. It's interesting hearing it's both. Not you in know, realm, like, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm yeah. trying to get my son on a new shit, and like he just. 
Part of it too is just this. I, I, I think about the texture of the sound. Mm-hmm. Like, does this sound new or does it just sound dope? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like if you watch a super like an old cartoon, you be like, that doesn't look old. Yeah, that ain't for me. Yeah, yeah. Dated, you know what I'm saying? Like dated sound. Yeah, yeah. So I think a lot of times young folks just get like, man, this just sound too dated. So they just want yeah. something. They want the lyricism of like a J Cole or Earth Gang or something. Mm-hmm, they just right. want it to sound new. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The way it, it's so all about it. melody now. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. A lot of rappers the, are on melody more. They want to. Like, yeah. yeah, they don't want to just like nod their head. That's how right. we is and shit. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? We, right. just, we used to being in the Ty Joe's yeah. and shit. Yeah. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? The the the, the dusty ass smoke filled club and shit, like right. just banging out. But they ain't they ain't on that. You know what I'm right. saying? These young kids, they want to dance and have a good time. I know, right. you, uh, like going to the um going to and mess with the young kids a lot as far as uh going to the events and shit and yeah. seeing what they listen to and, yeah. and all that stuff. I remember you said you went to uh, Miramar a, a little oh, yeah. while ago. For, uh, yeah, DJ Mondo show. Mm-hmm. You do like the college. It's like mostly college-age kids at UWM. Mm-hmm. But it'd be like 300 kids in there. That's crazy. Going ham. Just jumping, right? Every, yeah. like, it don't matter what. He he just got like a, just a vibe, like a community of people that know what to expect. They come ready to party. And, you know, they do like, they got the dance routines too mm-hmm. on stage. They, they turn up. Uh-huh. Like, it's uh-huh. a whole thing. Uh-huh. And they down for it, you know what I'm okay. saying? So it's crazy to see. It's just energy, you know what I mean? Like, like when, I, when I've when i DJed, like, a, opened up for, like, Travis Scott, mm-hmm. his, the crowd is ready to turn up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But, like, at a Wu-Tang show, you got to work everybody up, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So it's just a whole different. Now, they're both down for the music, but it's just different in what they're ready to do. Mm-hmm. You know, at the Wu-Tang show, they just ready, like, yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> and, you know, whatever. So you got to kind of tailor like your shit seconds. to yeah. <laughs> Right, and you gotta like kind of like build, work them up to get them to that point. But the Travis Scott Young folks, so they just ready to turn up. That's what they're yep. there for. We mm-hmm. turning up, and that's it. We don't care what's going down. And you've open for a lot of people over the past, even yeah. the past five years. Like you open for damn near everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember like it was like Kendrick in 2012, I think 2013, and started it mm-hmm. with like some of the big names, like Mac Miller way back. But then it's over the last few years, Ice Cube, uh-huh. Snoop, Lil Wayne, J. Cole, Trippy Red, Future, Big Sean, Migos, yeah, Travis Scott, like I said. Um, I don't even know who else. What was your favorite one? Man, you know, re- I had a real good-ass time at the Ice Cube show okay. that I just did like a month ago at the rave mm-hmm. because- I remember you was mad that night because that was the same night as the Little Brother show. Yeah, I, <laughs> fuck both of y'all <laughs> for going to that. And like, I could not take parts. Sh- uh, <laughs> I, I, ordered, I ordered the shirts though. Yeah. They put them yeah, online. They, they I got my blackness. <laughs> but um, the reason it was dope was because- like halfway through the set, I just asked the crowd, I was like, yo, where are all the 70s babies? It was loud. Where all the 80s babies? It was loud. 90s and 2000s was both loud too. Mm-hmm. So I was shocked that I was like, it's really 2000s babies here? Yeah. And they were turned. They, they were down for the old stuff. I remember I was playing a bunch of hype hip hop, like classic boom bap stuff. And then I played Computer Love and mm-hmm. then the crowd went nuts. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's dope because they're down to just rock vibe out for this moment. Mm-hmm. And then I play like some newer stuff like some Kendrick and Chance and they got just as hype. Okay. So it was cool to get everybody in. It was like 4,000 people in there to get everybody just ready to go, mm-hmm. you know, to whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't feel like, oh, I just got to play. Oh, it's Ice Cube. I just got to play old shit all day. Yeah. You know, because sometimes that get kind of whack. That's, yeah, that's interesting. I was yeah. just wondering, like, what your mode is as far because I ain't never open for nobody, so I, don't, I have <laughs> no idea how that goes. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, for me, it's just 
I have I try to plan out as much as I can. Like I over plan uh-huh. because I don't want to be left like halfway through the set and not have nothing to play. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have like the early stuff. Like because last year when I opened up for Ice Cube, it was like I've done it twice now. I came out and there was ten people in the in the spot. Really? Because I started as soon as okay. they opened the okay. doors. Yeah. So it was hot as fuck. And it was hot <laughs> as fuck in there. Oh, so, I remember hearing about yeah. that. I remember everybody so, telling like, me how the energy how hot was, it was so in there. dead because it was just so hot. And I'm starting with nobody in the room. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So for that, and so, and so for any show, I just have like early set, kind of mid level set, and then all right, it's packed. Everybody ready to go. Mm-hmm. And let's turn up. Mm-hmm. And then I I don't have like an order per se, but I just have routines that I've done or practice. Okay. Where I, I kind of call it chunking, where I have like five songs of a chunk that I'll play. Mm-hmm. Then I go to the next five song chunk okay. that I know I can routine and do some stuff together with. Okay. And then keep moving. So I just have a bunch of little things I can pick from. That'd be my problem. I don't practice enough. I don't be practicing at all half the time. I just be playing shit. Yeah. Because at this point now, like, since I'm just DJing full time, like, that's what I'm doing throughout the day is, Mm -hmm. like, either making flyers or promoting an event. And then I'm done with that. Just, like, all right, what routines can I work on? What mixes can I make? Little edits and stuff like that. So. Yeah. So, because you started off, like, most people with a a regular job and, like, DJing a lot and shit. Like, when did you get to the point where you felt like, all right, I got to do this shit full time because... The, the DJ life is starting to interfere with the work life yeah. and, and all that bullshit. Yeah, I mean, it was t- 2009 was when I really was like, man, I got to change something. Mm-hmm. Because I was, I used to be a computer engineer working IG Healthcare out in Waukesha. Okay. And it got to the point where I was DJing. I remember doing like a Wednesday night and like going to bed at 3 and then I got to wake up at 7.30. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, bro. Right, that shit is dead. And I was right. I gained a bunch of weight. I was tired every day, like no lie. Then I would leave early on Fridays, like and go to sleep from like two to seven uh-huh. at my house, and then wake up and get ready for the gig. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So it just got to the point like I can't do this forever. Mm-hmm. And so then 2010, March 2010 was when I quit. I was like, hey, I got a degree. That's a big leap, right? Yeah, there. I was you like, know, can be the, that's a good ass job. It was. I had benefits yeah. and yeah, all that it shit. It was, man. But <laughs> I was the dude sitting in my car, like staring at the building. Uh-huh. Like, I don't want to go in this one. I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this I, just, today, I can't, man. Yeah. It was just tiring. And, uh-huh. just, and I learned what I learned was like, it's time. Mm. Time is the thing that you need to do whatever you want. Because I will be at the job eight hours. Spending eight hours not doing what I wanted, mm-hmm. not practicing, yeah. not connecting with people, not going out to shows. Mm-hmm. So then I just realized I don't have time to do what I want. So I need all the time in the world to really practice, prepare, do what I want. Yeah. And so, and then, you know, once I did quit, I was just trying to connect with a bunch of different people, do a bunch of, you know, like teaching, working with other people, doing whatever, just to try to connect to as many outlets as I could uh-huh. and so I can keep getting gigs and whatever. So that's been, that's why I think now I'm able to like do as much different types of stuff that I do now. Yeah, cause I know at first when you first started, you was uh, doing the Chitlin Circus shit. Not really the Chitlin Circus <laughs> shit, but like, you know what I'm saying? You was fucking with like Brooklyn's and shit like that. I think yeah. the first time I saw you was at Brooklyn's and yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know man, that was way back. <laughs> but that was my first residency yeah, though, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And it, 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 made, it made me learn like, I gotta stay up on this music mm-hmm. cause the mugs, <laughs> want to hear they shit yeah they they used to say this is brooklyn's home of the wobble <laughs> you used to play it five times a night at yeah. the top of the hour wobble. like the radio station and shit no lie yeah, dude. You had and to play was, that shit. but then it was like because i remember the first night i was there 
The first night I was there was cool. They had they were promoting it on the radio. They was calling me DJ Busy on on the radio. <laughs> it was all good. I ain't mad. But then they had this woman as the host, and she was kind of like hyping up the crowd and come talk to me. But then and that was great. Then the second week she wasn't there. It wasn't no promo, and I started my set completely different. Like I was, I started trying to do a little more like radio rap, mm-hmm. and they did not want to hear that. Yeah. So it was like, and Brooklyn's had two sides. So it was like the main side and the back side, and literally every. Everybody was on the other side because yeah, right? it was cracking over there, <laughs> and I was it was not cracking on my side. And then the, the manager was like, "Yo, at the end of the night, we got to be selling out all this liquor. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We got to have it popping." I was mm-hmm. like, "All right, I got you." So I did that for like a year. Did all kind of types of parties like that. Then that shit is depressing too. <laughs> we DJing and ain't nobody. Everybody's on the other side having a good ass nah, time. It's man. two sides because you know you like, see people Damn. open up the door, peek in, like, oh, nah. nah, we cool. <laughs> Man. Right, right, and I couldn't, I couldn't be mad. Like uh-huh. uh, whoever was over there had it cracking, uh-huh. and, uh, and you ain't playing uh, Talib Kweli and shit like that, <laughs> right? In right. Brooklyn, you got to come with that shit, you know? Right, what I'm you know, and and especially now, it's so many Milwaukee specific rappers too mm-hmm. that got a buzz, like Lil Chicken and all those dudes, like Fifty Four Baby Trey and all okay. them. Where this, they want to hear Milwaukee music in the yeah. club all night, and you can, you can play. There's enough Milwaukee rappers to play enough Milwaukee music all night. Mm-hmm. So it was just a learning experience. Like, man, I got to really stay up to date and be tuned in. I can't just try to dip my hand in here Mm -hmm. if I want to stay here for long. And I didn't stay too long. It was like a year, year and a half. Okay. But it was still cool. Like, I still appreciate that time. And I did it. They had, like, stepping parties there. They had, like, old school nights there. Yeah, they do a little bit of everything. Yeah, so back back then I had to do be ready for all that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. So that was cool. And then it just kind of built me up for other stuff that I was doing. Yeah, and I know, uh, you know, when you're DJing in the hood and shit, these motherfuckers is, you know what I'm saying, they could be uh, adamant about wanting to hear what the fuck yeah. they want to hear, you know what I'm saying? They're not going to yeah. just let you play what the fuck you want to play. Right. They're going to be in your face like, I need to hear right. the wobble. And it's a like different right type now. of DJing too. Like you really slamming songs in quick. Mm-hmm. You got to play the hot part and be out versus mm-hmm. like trying to blend, trying to yeah, scratch. They don't, don't care about that shit. Don't, yeah. Nobody cares. So <laughs> it, it, I'm like, am I doing it wrong? Am I like, am I a bad DJ? But yeah. it was like, it's just different. You know what I mean? Right. So I look at mm-hmm. it as not good or bad. It's just here's that style. I got to be good at that sometimes. And I maybe can incorporate that into my other regular DJing. When I'm trying to mix some stuff fast, I can do whatever. Do that That's too. like when you hear a DJ that like, they don't really DJ. They just like cut songs in real mm-hmm. fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people get hyped and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Right. Why is that? That's, that's not that. cool. That's not right. the way you do it. But that's just the way they're, they, that's what they like. That's what they're used to. Yeah. No, I just like the New York style DJ. Right, right. <laughs> that's the New York style, like 60 songs a fucking hour. Yep. Right. You know what I'm saying? The whole yeah, time. yeah. <laughs> they got it. They just play, they just playing like the hype, the, the hype part of the song and they move on and shit. They don't even play a verse. You know what I'm saying? A lot of New York cats don't even play a verse for a song. Right. They, yep. they playing just like just the chorus or maybe just the part that people might, might sing along to and then they move right on to the next shit. Like when Kid Capri is here sometimes he do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Whenever I see Kid Capri he play like that. And it's, I think it's a way you can do it that is creative, you know what I'm saying? Because I look at it as like, are you being creative or are you just playing shit? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I look right. at it. So I think it's a way you can do it, but when you cut stuff off in like the middle of the verse, yeah, like while we rapping, like if you playing like yeah. a verse, everybody know. Like if you're in the middle of Juicy, at least let the verse finish. Yeah, everybody right, know all the right. words of Juicy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's cool to slam, but make the slam make some sense. Like I remember um, seeing DJ Cheerio, he DJed the Adidas party that Lena Cole and threw every year. Okay. And he was like- This did, year? 
Yeah, he did that this okay. year. So okay. it was like the first hour and a half he was spinning, and he was going through stuff quick, but he would like make it work where he played like um, he played Crush on You, just Lil Kim's verse. Mm-hmm. And then, or the, uh, yeah, the second verse of the Crush on You. Mm-hmm. And then he looped it and then went right into Lil' Kim's verse on All About the Benjamins. Okay. Well, so it cool. was like, here's, here's a moment for the ladies. All the ladies make some noise. Yeah, this for you. Yeah, yeah. So it was slamming, but it made sense. Yeah. You know what a I'm saying? A lot of people just playing. Yeah. So I'm cool with that when it's like, oh, okay, you you trying to tell a little story here or something mm-hmm. versus like, all right, I just want to get out as many songs as I can because they hot, you know? Mm-hmm. And you gotta make sure you gotta make sure to play like the hot shit because uh, yeah. we ain't at that point where we like Jazzy Jeff or Questlove right. or no shit like that where people are gonna react to whatever the fuck we play. Right. A lot of them like seem to think that uh, you should be able to play all the obscure shit, <laughs> and we can't do that. You know what right. I'm saying? Because yeah. motherfuckers ain't paying twenty dollars and shit to come see us, and you know right. what I'm saying? We not nationally known or uh, in the international loan or whatever we can't just play whatever the fuck we right. want to play I would love to just play Dilla and oh all night yeah you right. know what I'm saying all the obscure shit that I have and samples and shit like that but people aren't, don't want to hear that shit you know what I'm saying they want to hear there was a time but it's not mm. anymore yeah people want to hear the, the joints that they want to shake their ass to and shit right. you know what I'm saying you got to have some songs that people want to fuck with you know what I'm saying? You gotta have some songs that people know. Cause I remember I used to do uh, the kickback and shit. Yeah. And uh, every now and then people were like, I like this stuff, but can you play like some songs that we know and shit? Right, right, right. <laughs> Cause I think now, like, I got access to every song ever on my phone. <laughs> I can hear what I wanna hear right. by myself. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think people are as reliant on the DJ to tell them what's hot. You know what I'm saying? You can figure out what's hot on your own mm-hmm. that you like. So now when you go out, it's really, I'm coming out specifically to shake my ass. Yeah. I'm coming out specifically to turn up, right. not for you to try to tell me something. You I know think they saying? don't really know. I think for the okay. most part, the crowd don't really know what the fuck is. Because you know, most people, don't, they listen to the radio and they only hear a certain songs and shit. And they're not really yeah. open to... Like hearing new shit, and you know, once upon a time, DJ would play like new shit. You know what I'm saying? Like shit you never heard before. Right. A lot of times, the first time I ever heard something was in the club. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, right, 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 right. What's that? You know what I'm saying? A yeah. lot of times, like, the first the fuck time is that. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> yeah right. right. Now it's totally fucking different. Now it's you like something I, we can dance to. Yeah, right. I hate that shit. You play, like, and everybody. Sometimes when they say that shit, everybody else is dancing. Like, so why right. the fuck? Uh, every time. <laughs> right. Just play a song I want to hear right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Or they you say. They, they don't understand like the uh, process of putting together a set. Like, right. asking people to play something that's twenty BPMs lower than what the fuck I'm right. playing right now. Like, I'm not going to slow dance right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm not finna do? slow everything down just for you and shit. <laughs> right. You know, it was cool. Like last night at uh, Highbury. You know uh, what's her name came through uh, Felina, mm-hmm. and she, you know she learned how to yeah, DJ. She, she understands. And I was playing like some early two thousand or two, mid two thousands throwbacks, mm-hmm. and then around like eighty BPM. Then uh, she comes in. Can you play a little flip? Game over. That's a mid two thousands throwback. That's at eighty ooh. BPM. I could play that next. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like right. it's a whole different. It's when you get, like requests yeah, yeah. from like a DJ or somebody really tuned in because then somebody else at that same moment was like, "Can you play some Sierra?" And I'm like, "Dude, <laughs> I, I feel you, but, but it ain't this, nothing yeah. that's in this zone yeah, right now." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Plus I forgot Sierra. what somebody asked me for yeah. later. Uh, we was towards the end, and somebody asked me for something like hype as fuck. I'm like, "Dude, I'm trying to get people out of here." <laughs> right? We right. already. It's already daylight like, savings right, time. We already went an extra hour and shit. Right. Nobody trying to play no uh, hype ass bullshit we trying to get y'all out of right. here at this point but yeah it's definitely different when you are nationally known touring DJ mm-hmm. and already the problem with that is like that's already 
the big name DJs are already starting to wind down because yeah. like, who gonna be the next who, who right. be the next people there there are there is no new generation of touring DJs because that just scene is not there no more from like the battle or whatever I don't, you gotta have a representation because you see uh you see our artistic is like all over the fucking place. yeah that's what I'm yeah, yeah so it's it's harder place. to do it but it's limited so like Jazzy Jeff mm-hmm. Scratch yeah like Scratch Bastard Craze all those dudes are like had they big heyday yeah and they kind of two thousand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like down now. So, but so now they still coming off of that. So then, how did who's gonna be the next crop? Because and those dudes won world titles. So mm-hmm. who's the last DJ that won a DMC that you care about? Right, I nobody have cares no idea. You know, you know what I'm saying? Three style kind of three style story. too. But even still, what's the last DJ who won three style? Where you're like, I gotta go check them out. Maybe Four Colors Act. Right, Four yeah, Colors yeah, Act. Yeah, and, right, yeah. and I was there when he won a world title. Yeah, that was a few years ago. That was in 2012. Yeah, that was a few years ago. And so, like, even the dude who won last year, Jay Espinosa, he's from Oakland. Mm-hmm. He's super dope. But I don't know how much he can parlay that into, like, I'm now going to be a hot DJ for the next 20 years. Yeah, yeah. You know, Jazzy Jeff been doing this since the 80s, and it's still relevant. Mm-hmm. Craze since the 90s, still relevant. So even Four Colors Act. He got to try to stay relevant for another 20 years to stay in that era of or like to be at that top level. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that'll be, you know, I just I don't see that many newer DJs coming up, getting that national fame. Yeah. Somebody like Artistic is hitting a market that everybody else ain't really hitting, which is like. Black folks that's our age, yeah, you know they got money. 20s and 30s. The bougie, and, bougie. Yeah, guy. yeah. You know what I'm saying? The bougie bunch crowd and shit. The bottomless <laughs> mimosa fan. You right. know what I'm saying? He right. hit them people and shit. <laughs> and he getting them to throw backs. It's like, like you said, like 30 year olds that are trying to go out. Mm-hmm. And he got some representation that's mm-hmm. making it happen. So you can have that. But it's not like he can go out and play like samples the whole no, time either. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Jazzy Jeff can play samples. Yeah, he can play. Quest Love can play, play Wham. Yeah, for a room of black folks, right. and they're gonna be like, "I appreciate yeah, that." Yeah. Thank you, but thank yeah, you, Mr. Love. Yeah. Right. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Quest. <laughs> <laughs> but they gonna give us that leeway. Right, right. You know we don't get that. We, don't, we definitely don't get the same leeway. We play some of the same songs, and people do not react the same right. way and shit. And that's why, but if you recall, I don't know if you remember this, you were there. Remember you had a better set than DJ Jazzy Jeff? Yeah, I have not. I, I did not say that. <laughs> I have not. The said views those expressed words. by the Cappuccino Brothers are <laughs> right. not reflected by. You uh, may remember this. Not approved <laughs> by, by DJ Bazan. I'm so. just saying, if I listening to the crowd, like you did have a far better set. Yeah. But you know, Jeff got history, bro. You know what yeah, I mean? There's, there's that. always, there's always that level of like. I have yeah. I respect this dude for years and years. Yeah, you know because Jeff he's not the most technical dude. You know right. compared to like a scratch champion or mm-hmm, something like mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? But he's he got the technical fire and he got the selection and he just got the name. So yeah, Jeff do a good job of combining everything. You know what I'm saying? He combines right. like he still combines the skills right with the music and shit. Uh, I, I, what people don't understand about Jeff a lot of times is when you see him like. That set is something that he's practiced for a long time. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because you played a lot of when we, we opened for him, um, opened for him last year at Summerfest. You played a lot of the shit that he played. You know, what I'm saying? he played a lot of shit that he turned around and played later. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And people still reacted the, the, the same way. Deviate. Yeah, because he yeah, yeah because life. he has a, a set, yeah, a plan set that he's playing and shit. Versus like when me and you DJ. or like when we DJ together or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm listening to like what you're playing. Yeah. They're not gonna play the same record right. you just played, fucking, because right. that don't that wouldn't work for me. I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't play something you just played 
30 minutes ago or something. Right. Like Remember somebody that. did that to me, that shit was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And I think Jeff definitely very deviates from his normal plan more than most DJs, more more than most touring DJs. And you know, when I say not the most technical, he's still highly yeah, technical. Yeah, he's still just not like a, he's not going to win the DMC champion <laughs> right. compared to like I don't know who these scratch dudes are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like he yeah. might be able to do that, but he just ain't on that, when you're trying to put together right. a set for like right, that's a what I mean. Like, I'll, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right, you can't really get too hired into it. Like yeah. That. So like, yeah, and so it's so yeah. He got the versatility because I've seen. I remember JDL had opened for him one time in mm-hmm. like two, mid two thousands. JDL told me this story, and he was like, "Hey, what should I not play?" He's like, "Play whatever you want." Mm-hmm. And this was back when he had crates of records. <laughs> yeah. And then Jeff got up and just did some completely different shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he got definitely got the versatility. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. Trying to just trying to figure out what that crowd gonna want too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you tried to do the you auditioned for three style. I was mad as fuck that you <laughs> didn't get in there because a lot of the people who ended up making it were not that good to me. Yeah, that year that was what a couple years ago, twenty seventeen. Yeah, that was a couple years ago. So how much work did you put in to put to just to do that five minutes? Yeah, just to do the five a five minute set. Like it took me like a month or so to like work on that because I was trying to like pick out stuff that I've already done in the past and like what could fit Mm -hmm. and then actually getting the narrowing it down to five minutes like the original set was like 10 minutes long okay and then it's all right it's got to be five minutes so what what is going to be what I take out that still keeps this interesting and keep this whatever and it was I I tried to do it in 2016 Mm -hmm. and I just had nothing my I had nothing to be good with you yeah, know what I mean yeah. I was trying to put some stuff together I was like this is whack like, yeah. I was like this is trash <laughs> but then I don't know what it was in 2017 where I was just kind of in like a different Everybody saying like you should do this shit yeah. I remember when we went to 2016 when we went to the, the finals yeah, in Chicago, Chicago yeah. and everybody was like man you need to be in, be a part of this shit yeah so. and I probably should have did it I probably still I, because that was when they still had regional battles mm-hmm. but then know. 2017 it was just a national for mm-hmm. the US so they only picked the top six out of the whole country yeah that's crazy that they, yeah. they ended up doing it like that but I know you say in other countries they just do that yeah too they so. were only doing they were doing that in uh, every other country but the u.s was different because it was just so many more applicants yeah, so yeah, they tried to feel like even it out uh-huh. but yeah that and it so it was like a month of work and then it took me like 30 tries to get it down like no lie it was like because you know you get like four and a half minutes in and you I would throw something ending, like, like come on yeah man. fuck you know that because yeah it's all gotta be on on tape yeah. and shit and it's gotta be like one continuous take so fuck that but I, you know what i get for me because I probably wouldn't have won. It's not like the the person who won the U.S. that year was cold. I remember who it was. I just didn't make it into the battle. If but, you don't remember who it was, they weren't that cold. No, nah, they was cold. <laughs> I, I didn't even go for it. Because I remember not being bad. Like, I was like, okay, okay. I get it. I think I, there was like out of the six they picked, I felt like my set was better than two of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know, whatever. But um, thing was, after that, it made me want to DJ like that more often. Mm-hmm. So it was like, all right, I, I did all this work and I'm doing a lot of action when I'm DJing. That was pretty fun. When they incorporate Yeah, so how can I do that all the time? Mm-hmm. I ain't got to be going ham all the time, mm-hmm. but how can I have more routines and more creative shit when I'm DJing? And that's what that made me do more. Okay. You know, ever since then, I was like, all right, I'm on it. You know what I mean? I want to be active. And that helped me, like, when I'm opening for big name people, I can do creative shit that people are gonna remember mm-hmm. versus just playing songs. 
You know what I'm saying? Just trying to be hype on a microphone. I can act, You can see me doing some creative shit on the turntables, but all right, only he's doing that. You know what I'm saying? Versus, oh, everybody can just play songs. So I want to try to make my shit as different as possible. Because eventually when robots take over DJing, <laughs> I want to be one we step ahead close, of all the robots. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're getting close to that point where the motherfuckers can figure out how to, all you got to do is hit a button and they do, you just put the songs in and they do whatever the fuck. No lie. Like, okay, if you got, I don't know if y'all know about Pyro, the nah. app Pyro, Serato, is it Serato that made an app called Pyro where it blends the songs for you? No shit. It analyzes. Oh, yeah, 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 so yeah, like yeah. if you, you can throw a playlist in there like from Spotify, say you got a Spotify account, you drop a playlist, it'll analyze all the songs like Serato, so it knows the BPM, and then it'll analyze when it should come in and out, Mm -hmm. and then you hit next, and then it blends the song. No shit. And then if the songs are too far away from tempo, it'll just echo out and Mm. drop the next song. That's crazy. It's on beat, so if you having a barbecue or something, it ain't good enough to do a night somewhere, Uh, but if you having a barbecue and you already got a dope playlist of like, barbecue black folk music right you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like mm-hmm. frankie beverly amazing and shit yeah. it'll it'll work perfectly for you mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so it, nice. the app really didn't take off but it's still out there i still got it on my phone and it it sound good like you 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 sit there and like after 15 minutes like wait what yeah like i ain't heard no silence yeah. heard, you know what i'm saying like this is just smooth like so i feel like somebody in the future is going to take that technology take all the dj apps and just combine it into like just the manager of a club just hitting play, you know, selecting right. a playlist. But I think the one thing you can't replace even with that is a lot of these club managers don't want to promote shit. So you yeah. still got to get the people in the, in the place. That's true. You still got to get the people in the place. That's what they need us for shit is to still be able to get the people there and to actually push it out. Right. A lot of these people don't. We make our own flyers and shit. Like. Right. And I think that's what technology has done for a lot of things. It's like it's kind of taking out the low-level folk. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you – like, I can make my own flyer, right, using Photoshop, whatever, but I'm not, like, a digital designer. Mm-hmm. So, I don't have to call, like, a graphic designer for that. Mm-hmm. So, I'm kind of taking out the graphic designer out of the equation. I think, like, the low-level graphic designer. Yeah, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm going to still need somebody to design, like, a logo or some shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think with DJing – with the controller game, with like DJ technology, it's taking out kind of like that mid lower level DJ that, oh, we just need somebody to play some music. Oh, I'll just do it on my phone. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or like when people, like if you need a photographer for like f- like graduation photos, oh, we'll just do it on our phone. Like yeah. or we'll just yeah. hire some random person. We don't need like a hundred dollar an hour photographer no more. Mm-hmm. We can just do it ourselves. So it's just, it's making that low level, like taken out of that lower class kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So it's good and bad, you know what I'm saying? But it's nice to be able to have more control. Like I like making my own flyers now. Yeah. Cause I ain't got to wait for nobody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They can do that shit in 15 minutes or shit. And right. Just, just to have, <laughs> I missed that part. Yeah, because a lot of the time it's <laughs> just having it's about, just about having something out and just uh, promoting the shit. Because a, a lot of people don't promote their shit. A lot right. of people don't, don't even make flyers for their shit. And right. They wonder why um, nobody shows, shows up. up. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to do everything now. Like yeah. you have to do all the roles. So you got to be the DJ. You got to be the promoter. You got to be the advertiser. You got to be the manager. You got to be everything. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. So you have to like doing all that shit, or else you just gonna fall off. Yeah, or you just gonna weird because like I'm a little older than you, a little bit older than you too. Yeah, but yeah, I just when I started DJing, just doing like little simple places and shit like that. Like the promoter was like all in your grill. Like mm-hmm. I, I got flyers, I got this, I got that. You know, you see like your flyers up like on like 
you know, electric poles and shit mm, like or that. Or the team and shit. Yeah, like just you see people just handing out your flyers. Mm-hmm. You didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. That shit was different. Like now it's like, uh, like I mean, it's complete like one eighty. Yeah, like, they expect you, the you DJ to everything. do everything. Most yeah. of these places expect the DJ to do everything. Even some of the places that you spin at that have right. a lot of people there, they still expect you to do right. everything. Because it's like it's like record labels. They expect if you to sign an artist, you already gotta have ten thousand Instagram followers. Yeah. You already gotta have a certain yeah. level of social media that you already did on your own. So there's no research and development departments. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They just like if you're hot, we just gonna make you hotter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause they want to see you That's... do all of that. And the only successful not the only, but most of the successful people now have that team. You have like the artist, rapper, singer, and then eight to ten people around them which is usually their homies mm-hmm. that are the team that makes pushes them up yeah you know so like webster x had that ishdar this dude travis thompson in seattle that i know okay like they all had just a team of homies <laughs> that were just down for the cause yeah and everybody picked their own role yeah. and, and kind of did their own yeah got in where they fit in but then shit. other people have the same talent or skill set and then like why ain't nobody booking me because mm-hmm. it ain't about talent yeah it's just about most definitely out Talent is only the, like ten percent of the fucking equation. You <laughs> right. Shit. I remember you can be talented as fucking and not get any gigs. You know what I'm right. saying? It's all about your own hustle and like what what else you can put bring else what else you can bring to the table. Now you know what I'm saying? Now it's about how many. Yeah, it's about who you know and how many people you could bring to the spot. You know right. What I'm saying? I remember it ain't about when, being talented. Remember what was the two albums when Fifty and Kanye was going? Curtis and uh, Graduation. I think that was graduation. I think it was, yeah, I know it was Curtis, and I, I think graduation yeah. was out at the same time. Yeah, it was graduation. Yeah. And I remember it was like, who can sell most the first week? And I remember 50 Cent was doing the interview, like, you know, why you care about this battle? Because he's like, I'm trying to make money. Like, I, he's like, if I want to make music for the love, I can do that in my basement. Yeah. Like, that, you know, but if I'm, if I'm putting my music out, I'm trying to be the top selling this, do the best and that. Yeah. And I feel him on that. Like, we all could just be basement DJs yeah, if we love right. it. Yeah. But it's a reason why we out here trying to play music in front of a lot of people. Because yeah. we enjoy it. We want to get paid. We want to do what we love. You know what I'm saying? So it can't just be, oh, I'm doing this for the love and not like I said, I'm going to play Dylan and samples all night. Yeah. Which is, you can do that sometimes. Do that. Yeah. Yeah, I do that yeah. at the crib all the time. Right, you know what what I'm saying? Saying? that's why I do that on, on Instagram or Facebook Live or right. whatever. I stream that shit, and I, I do, do that, that sometimes. I, you know, like when I'm at the hotels, you know, saying I be throwing in that shit, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. But other times, it's like, all right, and so that's why at this point, it's like I got my. All the different parties I throw is just so I can get all of that shit out when mm-hmm. I need to. Mm-hmm. So if I'm doing a brunch at the Iron Horse, let me play the samples, let me play the funk because I love that shit. Mm-hmm. When I'm at company, all right, let's turn up to the dumbass shit, yeah. <laughs> have a good, but have a good ass time. Right. Then when I'm in front of a big crowd, let me play the classics, let me play the whatever. So I, I have enough outlets to I can play all that shit still, and I'd be like, man, I wish I had a night that I could do what I want, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm able to still do what I want. I've yeah. always told people that, like, you need to have some type of time where you play the shit that you want to play, though. Yeah. If you, like, yep. playing regularly, if you're playing out regularly, I used to tell uh, E-Rich that all the time. Like, if you're doing something where you out, yep. where you playing, like, six, seven nights a week, like, you need an outlet where you can play the shit that you want to play because just playing... You know, club shit all the time. That shit gets old. I'm sure Fast. that shit gets boring. Yeah. And, like, it, it feels like, then it's like a job. I've, it's I've pretty much thinking, a job if you're doing that. Like, you might as well just, it's like a yeah. nine to five and shit. I've been thinking part. about, like, 
DJing is you literally standing in one place for yeah. four hours. Basically, just standing still much. for four hours, yeah. dude. And I just think about like if somebody was just watching me from a satellite, what is this dude doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? He just st- he walked, he drove somewhere, yeah. walked in the spot, and just stood there. Yeah. And then four hours later, he walked away. He's man must be crazy. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. And so you gotta have that variety, or else it's just gonna be all bad. You're gonna go nuts. You know what yep. I'm saying? And that's what you do. That's different from what everybody else is doing. Is like you promoting your own events. You're putting together your own events. A lot of these people are just waiting on the club to, to pay them to do yeah. some shit, or they they dependent on like the, the venues to right. book them and. And, and I've told whatever. and I've told people directly throw your own show. Mm-hmm. I and it's not like I'm keeping this thing secret. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I'm like throw your own events. That's the only way. A lot of people ain't got the drive to do that though. To, yeah, like, to actually put their own money into some right. shit. And like rent a venue out and say this is what I'm doing, right? And keep doing it when yeah. you lose money, yeah. Or come out break out even. I remember one time the beat battle was you know because I was doing it with Jordan after he you know after like five years, like we came out like when we brought DJ Shadow out. Okay, um, that year I remember we, that year we lost money on that one. And really, we had it at Turner Hall, and it was I like six hundred people came. Yeah, I remember. So that. even still, after all that, we had a sponsor. We still all came. We still didn't get no money for that last event. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But still kept doing it four years after that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like sometimes shit happens. Well, it's branding you, too. Like yeah. you just want your name out there, right? So people know who you are. Even even if you lose money, like you'll, the, you'll get it back. Because yeah. the problem is when you DJ at like a club. If you DJ at like seven twenty or something or district, all these spots, a lot of times people are like I had fun at district. Mm-hmm. Right. They don't say I had fun when such and such was DJing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I'm going back to district. But I mean, I'm not gonna follow but, that person, right? But they ain't gonna follow that person. So that's what you want to have is like mm-hmm. I want them to follow me. So mm-hmm. wherever I'm at, right. people gonna rock with me. You know what I'm saying? Or at least it'll be a good turnout or something. You know, because it's just. It, but that's hard. Like people, like you said, people may not like doing it. Mm-hmm. People may not want to. Everybody, yeah. Some people ain't. A lot of DJs. A lot of us are fucking nerds. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? A lot of yep. us are just music nerds and shit, and yep. we just want to be in our own little world. Yep. And play what the fuck we want to play all the time, and just play all of the the hottest shit that we know. And right. cause I remember when we did the remember when we did the Dilla event, yeah, a couple yeah. years ago and shit. And everybody was just playing like all the obscure Dilla shit. Nah. <laughs> and then, then by the end of the night, I was like, damn, ain't nobody playing like get this money. Right. And none we of like that shit. All the oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so everybody was just trying to out nerd <laughs> each other and shit. You know, like, what I'm saying? Or, no one played the, the whole slum village. Right. That's right. all y'all play. Right. <laughs> For like two hours. All right, and everybody like, got like appreciate this music. Nah, <laughs> yeah. you know we just want to be super nerdy with it and shit. Like I think J Bar played like all of the samples from from Donuts. And yeah, shit. So like, yeah. anybody play Slum Village? Right, because I, <laughs> I went last. You know what I'm saying? I went last that night, and I was like, damn, ain't nobody played. That's the I had to like throw out my whole set because I was gonna play something different. I assumed everybody else was gonna play like the common shit. Yep. That's, well, the, that's the, the end, meme. Like, like, I love Jay Dilla. Who's Slum Village? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but then we got to the end of the night. Like, nobody had played the, the regular shit. Everybody so I was like, trying to out nerd each other. Yeah. Right, right. So we like just. And that's cool. But that's why everybody gets into. That's why most people like get mm. into DJing because you love music. You yeah. love sharing that. And that's noble. Mm. But like you said, you just got to eventually find that space where you can play with the turn up yeah. and you can play the stuff you love and do it in a way that everybody want to rock. Because I like I kind of got 
three levels of music in my play in my library, like stuff that I know everybody know, mm-hmm. stuff I know the heads know, and stuff I know nobody knows. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That just we know, and right? Shit. So yeah. like the stuff that nobody know, I keep that. I keep building that collection for me. Yeah, I may make a mixtape of it every once in a while, right. but like I'm not playing this out. That's but how then, I was with the Afro beats before you did the Afro beats. Yeah. Like I've been stacking those songs for years and shit. I've yeah, been, I've been listening to Afro beats for like. I know we hate that term. Alphabet talked about that. Right, right, right. Versus and right. I saw, I saw, I thought that they came up with that term. I thought that they came up with the term Afro beats, but it's not. I guess that shit was like generated from the industry. I thought it came from the people. Oh, oh I thought it came. I thought it came from the people, but it's not. It's like an industry type okay. term for all That's that weird. shit. So yeah, but yeah, we this we have to have the joints that we all have the songs that we listen to, mm-hmm. and then you have to be able to incorporate like. The songs that people want to hear and shit, like you have to find space for all of that. I know people right. think that I just play Cambodian breast milk raps. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's what I listen to at home. But you right. know what I'm saying? And I I'm think, not opposed to playing like some turn up. I played some turn up shit last night. Yeah, you know and it was dope. Yeah, and I just think like you got to find that balance when you DJing. Like you can you can drop some stuff in. But you gotta f- do it in a way that makes people want to catch it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the little mix, like the mixtape I just put out, mm-hmm. putting like the new school acapellas over old beat. Yeah. Like hopefully somebody be like, oh, what's that? What's that beat? That sounds cool. And then go listen to SOS Band or mm-hmm. go listen mm-hmm. to the Jones Girls or something yeah. because they heard it over the new Scissor or the new Childish Gambino acapella. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like there's creative ways to get it out and to get people to pay attention versus just I'm gonna play a five minute funk song that you never heard <laughs> yeah, you and let it ride yeah. and then stare at you until you dance. <laughs> you know what I mean? That shit like, don't work like that. You gotta find a way to do it that keeps people engaged. You want it to be one way. Right. You, <laughs> yeah. It's the other way. It's the other it's way. It's always the other way. Yeah, it's the other way. Like, you gotta understand that most of the people that come out ain't, ain't as right. into the music as we is right. and shit. And they, they don't want to hear all of this shit that, right. that we wanted, that we listen to. You know what I'm saying? They don't know none of that shit right. and they don't always want to hear it. I mean, it's ways, like you said, it's ways you can incorporate that stuff in, but you can't just hammer right. people over the head with all of the heaters and shit. And they don't, they don't know that. As shit. a DJ, it's your job to spend time mm-hmm. searching for tons of music. So if I'm on the internet looking for music, there's always going to be some obscure shit that I mm-hmm. find that I right. love, right? right. That I want to share. But the average person got a regular day job. They got mm-hmm. some kids. They got other shit to do. They just don't have time. So of course, they're going to use the radio to rely on to be like, okay, what's hot in the street? Let me mm-hmm. just hear what's hot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I know this song. Old Town Road, cool. But they ain't going to have enough time to really sit like they used to as a teenager or something on the bed and just listen to music yeah, over and over. Right, right. Which that's, I get, you know. Yeah, and that's one thing that people f- forget about is that we don't have the time that the we had option, yeah. when we was 18 years old. Right. We had no jobs like that. We didn't have no real jobs. We was working at motherfucking Chick-fil-A <laughs> or something. <laughs> right. Or, you know what I'm saying, you're working at a, a little part-time gig or working at McDonald's or whatever. We yeah, had time the time to, to do that. Yeah. 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 I had nothing to do but fucking read the source cover to cover <laughs> and right. watch your own TV raps and watch Rap City and shit. So, of course, I knew every fucking thing. I mean, right. I still do now because I have a job where I can sit you know, for seven, eight hours and just listen to whatever and be yeah. on the internet looking at shit all fucking day. You know what I'm saying? And I think, too, as you get older, it's less about turning up, too. Like, when you're young, 21, 22, you're like, okay, I'm finally, I'm old enough. I'm going to go turn up at the club. So as long as the music sounds turn up-ish, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're going to rock with it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because they this is their first time. But as you get older, it's less about turning up and more about just the music. Yeah, you know or just having a good time with your friends yeah. and shit. Or just have, coming out and having a few drinks with your friends. Right. Because now we deal with motherfuckers that be like, I came early so I can get a seat. 
Right, exactly. <laughs> right, and I will sit all night yeah. and enjoy myself and chair dance for right. four hours like, oh, and be good. Oh, oh no, that's my seat. I just went to the bathroom. Yeah, right for yeah. real, man. At the time, that happened last night. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah it happened last night. At company brewing, yeah. like dude, at company brewing, like people, I'll get there at nine thirty, and it's people already there sitting eating mm. dinner. Yeah, I remember like when I did like the, a versus party earlier this year, like it was a whole group of. 15 people celebrating a birthday dinner. They got there at 8.30. It was like, we coming to eat dinner early uh-huh. and then we're going to have a party with you. And, and they, they were there all night. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, and I know some of it was so they wouldn't have to pay a cover. Yeah. But it's cool. <laughs> like, if you get there two hours early, yeah, I ain't yeah. mad at you. I mean, you still made the, the club some money because y'all went and ate dinner. Right. That shit, yeah. So you still yeah. good. But as soon as I played the, the, day, the as soon as I played the, the first song, they were singing it in oh, their right. chairs loud. Mm-hmm. Like, all right. Remember back in the day, you could just point, you know, the bouncer be like, them right there. Hit mm. and pay. <laughs> right. You make everybody, hit everybody up for money. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I mean, they still now. made the bar some money because they bought food and shit like right. that. So I know, just when I promoted gigs, I did not give a fuck. I was like, every, <laughs> yeah, every dollar. dollar. Uh, <laughs> no. That's funny. Because that shit all come out of your bottom line. You know what I'm saying? You're making right. money based off the door and Showing shit like that. Showing up at fucking seven o'clock so you can pay at 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, people you here are spoiled anyway. Time, you got ten dollars. <laughs> people here are spoiled anyway because most of the places here don't charge. You know, what I'm saying? right? Most yeah, of the right. places here don't charge, and that, that's it's like not when you go to common. LA, you're like twenty dollars. <laughs> right. to get in the bars for free and shit. Man, I went to Miami for my homie bachelor party in 2013. We went to live. <sighs> that, fifty man, bucks, again? dude. Fifty bucks. Yep. Fuck Just, that. And it was a line. Of course, they first they still was not letting plenty of people in. Yeah. But they you know, it was still some... fifty bucks just to get in. Mm-hmm. And this was early as hell. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We when we walked in, the DJ they just had music playing from the bar. Like they didn't even have a DJ DJing yet, mm-hmm. and it was still fifty dollars to get in. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it was just that's crazy. And the drinks was twenty bucks. Like yeah. I ordered a Coca Cola with ice, and yeah. I paid seventeen dollars. <laughs> Plus a tip, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. I was like, all right, I get it. I get it. I ain't gonna say shit. No yeah. I forgot you know what, what I saying? paid to get in the Dre's when I went to uh, Vegas. Yeah. Earlier this year, I went to Dre's and uh, Migos was there. I think I paid like 60. Mm. I think I paid like 60 to get in. And then when you get in, it's all bottle service. Like, you can't even get a seat if you ain't buying a bottle and shit. <laughs> they don't even let you sit down if you ain't buying a bottle. Like, all that shit is just. Yeah. Because everybody in Milwaukee used to free drink and like drink specials. Mm-hmm. Come in yeah. and drink as much as you want. Yeah. Somewhere else. Or like, $5 yeah. drinks and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. On a normal night. You know, you go out on a normal night in Milwaukee and only spend like $20, $30 and be faded for the whole night. Right. Shit. Right. And so it's just a whole different thing other places. So yeah, it's just, I feel like it's getting a little different. I mean, I don't really be at them young spots like that. You've been able to doing. create that vibe though yeah. with the, the company brewing things yeah. on, on the first of the month. You've been able to get a, a nice amount of people in there Yeah, charging, you know, 5 ten dollars and shit so yeah. that's a big thing you know what I'm saying? and it's i think too thing. because it's like that's the one party a month that i charge a cover so mm. it's like all right you only pay i do plenty of other stuff yeah. it's not yeah. like you only can find me here i'm still doing other stuff we do the the jump off the next night is free yeah. so yeah. if you want to say fuck it just come to the library <laughs> but i mean it's gonna be something different too though yeah I mean, the jump but, off ain't gonna be like that you know yeah. what I'm saying? it ain't gonna be the turn up shit right but yeah so for me it's like it's still just a once a month thing and yeah, it's just a vibe I just want to create. Just so you know, because some black folks can just have a good ass time and not worry about no bullshit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. this is having that crowd that 
like likes to dance and listen to music but don't want to go to the club mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so there's a huge I think market for that you know for people that just want to turn up but ain't trying to be waiting in line wear stupid ass clothes they yeah. just want to come as they are yeah. and just turn up and then leave you picked the right spot for that too because yeah. Company Brewing is in the place where you kind of grab the people from River West right and then the people who want to fuck with that who want that kind of vibe yeah. and kind of atmosphere and don't want to go to Right. The hood spot and shit. Right. They can come down to Company Brewing and then, you know what I'm saying, hang right. out there and shit. They just you ain't got to go like Water Street. You ain't got to go yeah. to Brady. Yeah, it's just yeah. our own little thing and everybody be cool with it. So I'm lucky, man. They, my crowd be cool as hell. It's be having a good ass time and yeah, it be fun, man. How long you been doing that? I just started that this year. So really? February. Okay. Yeah. I, thought I, I thought this shit was longer than that. I thought I've done weird. other parties there. Yeah. Like one-offs, uh-huh. but I haven't done a every first Friday thing that started this year. Okay, and that, it came from doing the other one-offs every once in a while. Like I remember Strickland doing some stuff with So Greedy, mm-hmm. doing like a, a couple versus parties with them. Uh, this guy Joey G was throwing parties. Had my family's like annual breast cancer fundraiser. Yeah, that just that just passed too, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and so then, but then it was just at the beginning of this year. I was like, let me do every first Friday because I, you know, I was at the Highbury. Mm-hmm. Every Friday up until then, you know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? So mm-hmm. then it was like, all right, let me move away from that. Still be there every once in a while, but then do this as the main thing. Okay. So. Yeah, speaking of So Greedy, they just had the uh, Sky Zoo show here right. earlier this week. Did you go? No. Okay, I didn't go either. <laughs> I wanted I mean, to go, but I, I had to work to, shit. but it snowed. And yeah. I just, you know, I'm, I don't want to say I'm old, but like, I'm just not, if, like, if I've seen Sky Zoo and Elzai before, right. therefore, like, I'm not endangering myself. <laughs> <going to> <laughs> I always seem to miss them when they're here. Town, so mm-hmm. I wanted to see Elzai more. I always seem to miss yeah, Sky too. Zoo and shit when he's here. Yeah, because yeah. I saw him last year, and he was cool, man. Sky Zoo was one of the coolest, man. Yeah. Like, he was talking to everybody in the crowd. He was hanging with Strick. Like, you know, Strick brought him here. And they was like all around the whole city the day before and the day mm-hmm. of and just kicking. Yeah, I got it. to hang out with him a little last year. That was yeah, cool. and, they did, uh, he did interviews with all the podcasts last right. year. We did one with you. We did one with uh, shouting me out on yeah. stage. That was cool. Yeah. Right. And so, but yeah, so that was cool. I just I ain't seen Elzai in so long. Yeah. So it'd have been yeah. dope to see Elzai, mm-hmm. perf- you know, perform and just or whatever. Cause I still be rocking that Elmatic. Yeah, he, I think he did yeah. some songs. Yeah, that that's too. I saw like he did some. I saw a video that he did some songs. Was there a that. decent crowd there? Did you see? It looked like it was. Yeah, yeah it, it looked, looked like it was the videos that I saw. Looked like it was a decent crowd and shit. A lot of people showed up, and um, you know, all from all look like Skies who always kill it. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. he live and Elzai yeah. too. So. Yeah, everything looked pretty dope, and I was just happy that they was able to do that at Cactus Club and shit like that. It's hard to right. get people to come out on a weekday for for hip hop and shit, right? Especially that type of shit. That's you know why I saying? still fuck you off of that little brother show, dog. Like, <laughs> dog, I've seen Fonte, I've seen Foreign Exchange, yeah. I never saw a little brother. Okay, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, because yeah, they haven't been on tour in a long time. The best part of that show was the audience was just. Like the coolest black people on the planet, <laughs> like all the cool yeah, black yeah, dudes in the yeah, world were just, in one place. And right, everybody like, knew the song. Everybody knew all the songs. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was a great fucking yeah, time. Like, yeah, that shit was a great fucking Cause time. I, yeah, man. Because I remember they did that surprise show in North Carolina. Like, was yeah. that earlier this year yeah, or like last like, year? Yeah. Yeah. That was exactly a year ago. And yeah. I was that like, was exactly what? a year like, before. I, was the, like, I remember I was with Contrell. We were both just tripping when we heard about it, and then. To see there was on tour, I immediately checked the date. I was like, "Damn, yeah, yeah. Okay, there's no way I can I can't get out of this show." Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was opening for Ice Cube that night, right? Yeah. So I was like, "Damn, man!" Mm-hmm. But that's the one show. Like, I think that's probably the last big group that I haven't seen. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Out of all, like I've seen Tribe, I've seen Daylight, like I've seen like all the classics, Nas, Jay, all them. But like for me, I've seen Blue and Exile and whatever. We, didn't even but talk. we ain't got to go there. I never mentioned that. <laughs> right, right. I never mentioned that. You unless I'm, I'm man, unless I'm mad, I don't, I don't never mention seen, that show. I've seen all like the newer, you know, Big Crit, whatever. Right. He was here too recently. Yeah. Him and Rhapsody. Yeah, him and Rhapsody last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um so I've seen all of them, but just little brother. Like this is the last one from like my teenage grown up years. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was a bucket list show for me because I, yeah. I had seen like, I, the first time the four, or the second album when Ford Exchange went on tour. I saw him in New York. Yeah, leave it up. Yeah, and everybody was there. Like mm-hmm. Big Pooh was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like everybody, and they mm-hmm. all performed together. But seeing them two together, I'd never seen like just them doing all little brothers shit. Was yeah, was nice. yeah, that was dope because they did a little bit of something from every album and shit. Every too. album, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, and I saw uh, I saw Moonchild too a couple weeks ago. Yeah, since the last show I saw, I seen them. That was pretty dope. That was a good show. And um, the only thing about her, the, the lead singer, is her voice ain't that strong. So right. you know what I'm saying. So the sound man needed to like turn her shit up. Right. Really, because her we voice were... is not strong at all. But you know, what I'm saying she like her voice is kind of eerie. Really. Yeah, so. it's like then. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's nice, but it's then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we went to see the internet at House of Blues. And then yeah, Moonchild the opened, yeah. and we thought they were, the show was gonna be late. We were salty as hell. Yeah. We got when we got there, like she was, Moonchild was just wrapping up. Yeah, it's like come on, man. We because it said like show at eight, and like door seven, show at eight. So we thinking if we get there like seven fifty five, we'll be cool. No, yeah. she finished at seven fifty five. Yeah, yeah, we were salty yeah, yeah. as hell, man. But what they do that's dope at every show is they take a little bit of uh, they take a dollar from every ticket. And they donated to a, a a nonprofit for people of color or black people and shit oh, like word. that. So they and they take a moment out of every show to, to say like, "Hey, we donating money to this cause or to this uh, nonprofit organization and shit like that." And That's for dope. a group of white, because you know these are all white people and shit. Right. So for them to take some time and take money out of their show to do that and shit, I thought was pretty cool. You know, yeah, what I'm saying? that's what's up. The time to make an announcement, you know, what I'm saying that as a as privileged white people that we should do, we feel like we should do this and shit. Right. So that shit was pretty cool, you that's know what I'm saying? Rare. Yeah. Yeah, I saw them in uh I saw them in Chicago and then I saw them again in DC. You know, okay. I, saw, I went to the DC show too and shit. Well, it was recently? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that was last week. Was it, was that last week when I was in DC? You be moving, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> you be out here. Yeah, I I keep traveling. I mean, a lot of people don't understand as far as um DJs go that we love music and shit. Yeah. And and being in the clubs all the time, they don't really get a chance to I don't DJ out as much. I only do the once a month thing that we do. Yeah. So um, I have the more more um, opportunity to actually go to shows and shit. Right. And actually like enjoy music and shit. Because a lot of the times people, a lot of times DJs, since they always in the clubs, like spinning and shit, you don't get a chance. How I many? Right. Most DJs don't get a chance to go to shows because they right. in the clubs all the time. That's true. You know what I'm saying? They always at the club. They always got gigs and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So they don't have time to do that type of shit. Right. Yeah, I wish I could like just go and see more DJs just spin, you know yeah, what I'm saying? And just I used chill. To do that shit. I ain't got no time for that. And a I ain't lot of mad, people used to do yeah, that. Yeah. A lot of people used to do that. I think that's one thing that's changed from when we was younger versus yeah. now is like when uh No Request Fridays was jumping off at B side and shit and some of the other events was jumping off. Like you could go to an event. And it'd be probably ten DJs there, yeah, just there, just chilling. You know what I'm saying? And now yeah. I hardly ever with see each that other all night. Yeah, yeah, we was just I'd be there politicking or whatever. Everybody be there talking and 
networking and shit like that. But you don't hardly ever see that. And I don't hardly ever see none of the new new no. DJs out. No, like, I don't see them out if they're not spinning. I hardly ever see them out no more. It was just kind of crazy. Speaking of B sides, <laughs> shout out to Kumaids for pulling me over in front of B sides and making me look like a snitch. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate when you did that. <laughs> <That's hilarious>. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. I mean, you got to have a love for the game. I mean, if you want to get to the, the top level, you got to have a love for the game and shit and want to network with folks. Because, like, how did you end up getting up with uh, Kid Cut Up and shit? From yeah. Brooklyn's, you know what I'm saying? Like he was doing like Brooklyn's you know, and shit funny, like that. I like, remember I met him at the Jackalope. So that was back when E-Rich had the industry night Okay. at the Jackalope on Monday nights. Okay. And so I remember Cut Up was just there, and I just introduced myself to him because okay. I heard a lot about him. Okay. And I was like, oh, yeah, you do the Mad Kids show. Would you be down if I just came and kicked it with you? Mm. Like that's all it was. I wasn't even trying to get on the show. Yeah. I was like, let me just come down and kick it. And so then I came down. I started coming down every week. And then a month a month after that, he was like, you want to do a set? And I was like, yeah, I'm down. So yeah. I put together like an hour-long hip-hop set or whatever. And I remember um, I would be up in the MSC studios, and I, I went and ripped every single CD that they had, okay. every single rap <laughs> CD. Now, they didn't have tons, uh-huh. but uh-huh. I literally ripped every single rap CD to my laptop over time. You know, I would come in and just do that shit. So then I had a nice set, and then I, a month after that, he asked me if I wanted to do the show with him. Mm-hmm. So it was really just me just asking the question, let me just come kick it. So and not and not being on like the let me, you know, let me get on right now. Yeah. Let me just do the show with you right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It was like a lot of people would be on that. Yeah. Though. It was like, just, just like let me get on and shit. It like, was like, no. let me just come kick it. I just want to learn what radio is like because I've never seen it. So you I know, think that's how we met too, oddly. Hmm. Like how did we meet? I think you were in Uptowner or something. Probably. Like you started yeah. those Tuesdays. Yeah. And you're like, hey, can I spin with you guys? Like, we just started talking for some yeah. reason. Yeah. And I was like, sure. And then when you spun, I was like, fuck, why did I let this guy go? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I was like watching you spin. I was like, this is the worst mistake of my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember I like, the, the, the vinyl nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah I remember yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, the vinyl nights used to be cracking, oh, though. That shit was shit. fun. Yeah, man. Man, I would never go to the Uptown again. But anyway. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you all for coming out to this podcast. <laughs> this podcast is not over. <laughs> oh, no, my I God. But, been, yeah. But that I haven't was, been since then. I haven't yeah, been since then. But it, that was just me really, like, for real, like, for the love of it. Just, like, let me come see what's up. That's how I did. I remember... I did the uh, night with E. Rich at the Jackalope because mm-hmm. that was when on Mondays they would have a guest every month. So like one month they would have one DJ all every Monday. So I did this 88.9 event and it was me, E. Rich, and Matt Mixon. And E. Rich was the main DJ and I okay. just chopped it up with E. Rich afterwards. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, you should come do a set at the Jackalope. So then that's how me and E. Rich got cool. Okay. We chopped it up some more. Then I started meeting like YB and Chris and them and, mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. Steve Marks and all them. Mm-hmm. And just and at the same time, I was still doing the Brooklyn shit. Yeah. So I was connecting with all the other DJs and everybody else like Homer Blow and stuff like that. Yeah. And so it was like me just building up as many people to connect with. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I didn't want it to be like, oh, we, we don't know who he is. He don't be on this side of town or that yeah. side of town. Yeah. Like, I wanted people to just know who I was. Yeah, because you wanted yeah. a few people that's kind of connected to everybody. Like to you fuck side. with. Yeah. 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 You kind of fuck with both sides. You like you know New Styles name and DJ yeah. O and yeah. and shit like that. And then you still know like Steve Marks and you right. know, Eric and all, all of them, all them type of people. You know what I'm saying? Most people just kind of stick to one side or kind of stick to just yeah. their crew and shit like that. I mean, it used to be more 
uh, mixing okay. between the two sides. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you know, it's even the city is segregated, but the DJ community is segregated too in the city. Right. Oh, yeah. And most people only hang out on certain sides of the city and shit. You know right. what I'm saying? And you wanted a few people who was going to both sides and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And connected with everybody. And you kind of got to do that if you want to build your brand up to a point right. where you can do something at Company Brewing and, and 200 people show up and shit. Right. And that's just, you know, I just wanted, because I was, I like, I want to be creative, whatever kind of set I'm doing. Like, mm-hmm. I never want to just be like, All right, I'm going to just go play some songs and that be it. Like, so if, if I want to go play a spot like Brooklyn's or whatever it is, I got to be there to know what's hot and how can I fuck with the music in a way that's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or if I'm at the Jackalope or whatever, how do I make this sound cool too? You know what I'm saying? So it was just me trying to say whatever I'm doing, I want to be fresh. So I have to spend some time mm-hmm. in these spaces and kicking yeah. it with people and know what's going down. You know what I'm saying? That's a lesson for the for the young DJs out here. A lot of these people just want to sit in they, they circle or right. in they bubble and, and not really connect with nobody else. Like you don't know what opportunities you're missing and what you could be learning. Right. You know, just from like hanging with other people and hanging with other circles and shit right. and learning from other people, like what other people listen to. I, I mean, I go to the hood club sometimes every now and then. I used yeah. to frequent the hood club. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? And uh, you just want to hear what the fuck they be listening to. You know what I'm saying? And see what so the crowd responds yeah, to. Like, oh, okay, they, they like to. that. Okay, I never heard of that. Let me get that. You know what I'm saying? Or chop it up with somebody. Yeah. And, and, you You'd know what I'm saying? Like, you'd be surprised, like, DJs, how cool everybody is. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I was from the north side. And I started DJing on a, you know, I was doing photography for, for a minute. Cause I stopped DJing for a while, and then mm-hmm. I just started again. It was because I just met a bunch of people. Yeah, and they're like, you, should, yeah. you should DJ again. You should DJ. Again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then I started. I won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I met a bunch of people. Everybody was cool. Everybody on the East Side was super. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anybody would work with you, like. Right. I did like weird, like me and Steve Marks and Vitucci's, like just weird <laughs> shit. Right. Like you know, and everybody was just cool with you, uh-huh. like, everything. Right. And it's like you learn like the weird stuff, like the crossover songs, like what song can work for any crowd, yeah, you know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it just builds your repertoire up so you're not just stuck like halfway through the set. I don't know what else to play. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? You really know. Because I used to go out. I used to have a schedule. Like I would go to five different spots a night I trying to, to just too. Show, show my face, but then also hear what music was playing. So it was like 10 to 10.45, 10.45 to 11.30, 11.30 to midnight. Midnight to one, one to two. Yeah. I had my spots that I would be at, like, planning yeah, yeah. out earlier in the week. I see that shit, too. And it just let me connect with so many people. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And if you didn't, if I didn't do that, I just wouldn't have known. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, that so, was a normal weekend for me, too. A normal Friday, Saturday night. Right. You know what I'm saying? I might go to Jackalope, or I might go to uh, Rogues or something, or right. fuck with uh, Thor. You know what I'm saying? When right. Thor was at, like, uh, I think he was at Envy or some shit. Okay. And I used to go there. I used to go to uh, anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd be like all over the city and shit on a, on a Friday or a Saturday right. night. You know what I'm saying? I don't really see. And then you learn like weird shit. Like I, I know New Styles is doing like the Sunday nights. I forgot where, but like mm-hmm. it was $20 to get in and that mug was packed on mm-hmm. a Sunday mm-hmm. night. It would be like 300 people in there. And then they charged another 20 when it got overpacked to go upstairs. So that was, uh, I think that was Envy. Yeah, that was yeah, Envy. Yeah, I think that was Envy. So it's like, man, you would just learn because, you know, people are like, oh, it's a Sunday night. We can't make it work or it's a Tuesday. No, people making it work because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he was saying like five promoters came together to like promote that one night. Yeah. So they all was just making money. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, like yeah. anything could happen if you put that, you know, that energy into it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so. my thing is just, uh, I think my issue has always been, like, just connecting with the people who own the bars and shit like that. Yeah. Because I don't really do that, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know who the fuck owns most of these places and shit, <laughs> or who to talk to about. Yeah. Like, getting certain gigs, and you've been able to, to do that as far as, like, doing downtown shit. I mean, we're doing down, downtown shit for a little while, and mm-hmm. now you do, like, company and, like, uh, Highbury and all that yeah. shit. Like. It's about networking. Having the skills is only 10% of the shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's only like a small portion. You got to right. be able to network and link up with other DJs, link yeah. up with the bar owners and shit like that. That's why I don't really care about the technology side of it. You know, people would like be technology snobs and be like, well, if you ain't using uh, vinyl and, and right. turntables, like it don't matter and like, all that shit. Like, up. Like, like, <laughs> shut up that shit. Like, do you that know shit, how to use that yeah, shit? Yeah, that shit doesn't matter, you know what I'm saying? Right. You, you can have whatever you want to have, but if you ain't got the drive at the end of the day, if you ain't got the networking skills and the social skills at the end of the day, like you still ain't going to get nowhere. Right. Like yeah, you can have shit. a controller or all you want. Right. But you still got to have the, the skills. Skill. Still got to have the social skills and you still have to have the technical skills. And right. The, do the research and have the songs and shit to make the shit work. That's only a, a small part of it. So just because somebody got a controller and they can hit sync or whatever, that shit don't matter. Right, right, right. That shit does not matter at all. I've you can seen, do that all you want. I've seen super fresh DJs on controllers. I've seen super whack DJs on vinyl. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It just don't matter. Like, because I always tell, and especially like when, how much shit costs. Like, if you're a teenager and you're thinking about you want a DJ, are you? Do you even have two to three thousand right. dollars to buy turntables, needles, co- records, slip mats, yeah. mixer, all the cables to go with it, and speakers? Mm-hmm. Or more than likely, you're gonna buy a two hundred fifty dollar controller yeah. to get started. Right. And so I, I try to meet my students where they at. Just be like, yo, buy a controller, but max out the creativity on it. Mm-hmm. Learn every feature mm-hmm. on it and use every motherfucking thing on there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Don't just use it just to hit play. Mm-hmm. Learn all the effects, all the other shit, how to whatever. Use everything on it. And then once you get bored with that, then keep moving up. You know, so use this to throw some little parties or whatever. But once you get better, buy something new. As you get better, keep building up until you get to wherever you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you like kind of helping that next generation come up and shit because a lot of that, when we started, when I started and shit, it was just all on your own. You had yeah. to have your own drive yep. and you had to buy the shit on your own and you didn't really, ha- I don't have no classes to go to yeah. where I could learn from nobody and no shit like that. So that's dope that you do that. Yeah. You've been doing that for a few years now. Like, like Yeah, I've been doing it overall for like almost 10, but like independently since 2016. Uh-huh. We're not going to talk about the other organizations. Right. <laughs> <laughs> organizations that shall not be named. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah uh, although we should, but we're not going <laughs> right. to get them bars off this time right. and shit. <laughs> have it like reversed. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. But yeah, since 2016 I've been doing it independently mm-hmm. and it's been dope because like I said like some people just don't know you know some people want to do it and just don't know yeah. and it's cool to just have that outlet to be like alright this is how you do it this is the best way let me connect you and and in the end the best students are still the ones that have that self-determination because yeah. I can give all the keys to everybody yeah. but that don't mean you know how to drive the car mm-hmm. so still people need to practice or whatever and, they, and the ones who do that the ones who's really on it are the ones that are taking it to that next level. So mm-hmm. that's been, it's been dope to see. Yeah, so yeah, that's cool to, to work with the kids like that and to see how they progress over time yeah. and shit. So it's like, you do a little bit of everything and shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I do, man. I just like it. Like, I'm, I'm at the, I feel like I'm at this point where I'm just 
able to pick and choose the stuff I want to do mm-hmm. and like focus on what I like. Because for a while, I was like, man, I want to DJ less. I don't want to do shit. Mm-hmm. But it, I think it was because I was doing too much stuff that I was just doing. Yeah, not because just I was be really doing thinking it. about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like I'm really getting to this point. Like, I'm choosing the stuff I'm really into and like liking it now, you know, mm-hmm. liking it every single thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's cool. It's been fun, man. And I know you was doing, a, you was even doing Bucks games for a second. This year. Yeah, I'm still back on that this season. Are you doing Bucks games yeah, this year too? Yeah. So. DJing in the atrium, like as people come in, okay, and then they have DJs at the Mecca, the bar across the street from the Five Serve mm-hmm. for like the away games. So I be doing okay. that. Okay, then they be having like some random events sometimes, where it's like just, somebody used the space and they need whatever. Okay, just shit in the Deer District or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's a nice little connect doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's cool. It's again, but it's one of those things where, like, the way it's depending on where you're set up, sometimes you're far away from everybody. Yeah. So it's so like, it's like all right, I'm just kind of DJing by myself. <laughs> but it's fun. I can't do that. Yeah. I gotta. I feed off the people and shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I gotta see what the people are reacting to. I can't be like. I yeah. couldn't see being on stage and like being far away from everybody and not knowing what the fuck. Right, right, right. How, how people feel about shit. Or right. To get that, that check. Bro. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. Right. So it's, it's been, yeah, that's definitely been fun. And yeah, like I just like, because it's in the end, I just think about it, like I just want to be doing something music related all the time. Mm-hmm. So whether that's teaching, whether that's practicing, whether that's putting on an event. If it's music related, DJ related, I'm cool with it. Yeah, so you just gotta have a uh, you just gotta have a love for the game, man. Yeah, the people that make it to the, the, that level, you know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta have a love for the game, and you gotta be involved in in all aspects and want to want to want to really do that shit. If you right. don't really want to do that shit, it's going you're gonna get weeded out at some point. Because there's something that everybody. I feel like some everybody has something that they like doing underneath it all. Like if it wasn't DJing, if DJing didn't exist, I'll be doing something music and teaching related. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like 300 years in the future or 300 years in the past, I will be teaching or sharing music somehow. Yeah. So I think because DJing exists right now, I'm a DJ. Mm-hmm. But like 300 years in the future, I may just be a teacher, a music teacher. Yeah. 300 years in the past, not being a slave, I would also be a music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd also be some type of like teacher or whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so it, so I, I try to look at it like that so I can get to the root of what I actually like doing mm-hmm. and then focus on that versus trying to say I have to be a DJ. No, I have to be focusing on music every day and finding an outlet for that. And for now, DJing is that thing. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's cool as hell. Yeah. But yeah, this has been a, a great episode and shit. It was good to have you in here and have the full Cappuccino Brothers Hell in yeah. effect and shit. You know what yes, I'm sir. And you got a uh, a couple. Um, you got a mix coming out soon, and you, got, you yeah. just have one. You have one on Mixcloud now. The Afro Beats joint is on. Yeah, the Afro Beats Volume One mixtape is out on my Mixcloud page. If you love that, in a couple weeks I'm dropping the Old School Meets New School. And that shit is dope. R&B mixtape. Yeah, that shit is fire. <laughs> <laughs> last night I was like, damn. Yeah, so that was like you know me putting together like 45 or so different edits of mine and putting the mixtape together mm. and I'm gonna have a part two of that coming out next year because I got plenty of other shit got some you know my New Year's event uh, at Company Brewing to turn up every first Friday are you doing New Year's at uh, Company yeah. Brewing too okay yep. okay and so but I got the R&B party next Friday the 15th uh-huh. so that's all R&B all night that's coming up fast shit. I know so I just it, really that's just an excuse for me to play all these yeah. remixes I made yeah that's something <laughs> my love joint was hard <laughs> yeah. he played that last night that Ooh. shit was hard I was like damn that shit cold yeah that, <laughs> and that was like a last minute one because yeah. I was like I got this acapella uh-huh. I gotta figure out something what, what? Beat did you put over it? Uh, the London from uh, the, the J. Cole and Young Thug song. Oh. 
I give yeah. you voice. It's fire, bro. It's yeah. fire, dude. We played that shit last night. I was like, damn, that shit hard. I was like, I was let, I'm letting this whole song play. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, just got a good amount of that. I got the Bucks games. Got my classes coming back in the spring. Okay. And then, yeah, just trying to. The classes are for, like, uh, just kids or anybody? Yeah. The, the, it said it's 12 to 19, but we have younger and older in there. I just mm-hmm. don't want a bunch of young kitties in there. Mm-hmm. And I don't mm-hmm. want a bunch of old folks yeah, in there. Yeah. You know, because it's definitely like, a few students who started at 21 yeah, and that's cool some older older people too. If, yeah. if you're a DJ it's, it's a real cool thing to volunteer for yeah, yeah no doubt yeah, if you DJ you're definitely in, in the Milwaukee area you should definitely go down there at least take some snacks you know motherfuckers be hungry and shit. <laughs> yeah for real <laughs> and, you know and it's, it's really just building a community of people that care about the you know DJing and like for real DJing mm-hmm. like the people that stick with it are the ones that like yo we love this we want to make it better we want to keep getting better and it's just cool to see that. So then it takes away all that bullshit people talk about young folks not giving a fuck yeah. about shit. It's like they care, they just, but need, you, they just need something to do. Yeah. And giving them that outlet, you know what I'm saying? And say, all right, I'm going to spend my time. I ain't going to do no other bullshit because I now love DJing mm. and I'm going to spend all my time doing this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's dope that you get an outlet to do that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you provide the equipment. A lot of times you bring in the equipment yeah. that they use them and stuff like that. And, uh, just giving them the opportunity to do that because when I was a kid, there was yeah. no way to do that unless you <laughs> right. unless you bought your own shit. Like I had to right. buy my own t- my own turntables and vinyl mm-hmm. and all that shit. There wasn't nowhere I could go to do that shit yeah. and Put learn a from scratch nobody. Scratch pad and watch yeah. rock, rock D and Doc B argue and shit. <laughs> Man, I wasn't even I couldn't even do that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But when I bought my shit, I was overseas, so I, didn't, I yeah. didn't, had no opportunity. I didn't, didn't know that shit was even possible to even go nowhere and learn how to do no this shit. YouTube, right. yeah, no YouTube. And even on the flip that, side, so. it's like if somebody takes a class and is like, you know, this ain't for me. I thought it was, but yeah. it's not. That's cool too. Yeah, like so I ain't knocking that. Try. You get a chance yeah. to do that without investing uh, right a, a couple thousand dollars into right. it before you decide to do something that you don't want to do. Right. So. Yeah, you're giving people the opportunity to do that. And you've kids. also found some kids that like have some fucking talent. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Crazy talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my guy, DJ Iltek, he's 16 and is the better scratcher than 90% of the DJs mm-hmm. out here I've mm-hmm. ever seen. Mm-hmm. And just is fire. Yeah. So he owns his way. He all the, you know, he makes beats on an NPC. He That's loves crazy. 90s boom bap. Like he's on it. Wow. Yeah. So, and then you got somebody like Drip Sweat, who the first class he ever took was mixing acapellas over instrumentals mm-hmm. and keeping them on beat. And yeah, so it's a lot of talent, man. They mm. just need that outlet. Yeah, so. most definitely. So yeah, it's been another uh, great episode of the Cappuccino Brothers. You know what I'm saying? Just keep tuning in, keep liking it, uh, share it with your friends and shit. And we will be back in a couple weeks with another episode. You know what I'm saying? So just hold tight and we'll uh, keep it going. We out of here. Yeah, we out, man. I am Peace. not on social media. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on social media. You already know where to find me at, like DJ Contact or Semi Automatic C on Twitter. And uh, yeah, I answer any questions, and I know you on Twitter and find know. me at everything at DJ Bizon at DJ B I Z Z O N. Word, and uh, yeah, we'll check y'all next time. So, all right, Deuces. peace.